Episode 4 of The Triangle. Second half basketball, 10 burning questions coming at you fast. Joel Embiid injury, let's talk about that. And Patrick Ewing returning to the Garden. Let's see how they welcome him. Plus, Vegas, baby, will the triangle become an octagon? Let's see. Next pod. Welcome to episode four of The Triangle. Uh, today, uh, it's the second half of the NBA season, so I figured uh, we could kind of paint a couple of storylines for you and go over it. And uh, so I thought we'd start with 10 burning second half questions for the NBA season. Uh, on the pod today, we have Josh Jerome. Hello, everyone. Uh, we have Mike. Hey. And we have the tech guy with the jumper. It's Craig. It's your boy. <laughs> and me. <laughs> and me. Okay, so I think we should just uh, hop right. Oh, you know what? Before we get to the questions, so there was some news today. Uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, actually, good news for him. Uh, he was injured last night. It looked really bad. They thought maybe it was going to be an ACL tear or a PCL tear. Or one of the CLs. They thought one of the CLs was going to get torn. So it looks like it's just a bruise. Um, and he's going to miss two weeks. But, um, considering where the Sixers are in the standings, and we consider the MVP race and all that kind of stuff, um, I think that this could have a pretty big impact on the league over the next couple of uh, months. So, uh, Craig, what do you think the impact is of a Joel Embiid injury? For the Sixers? Uh, I would say in general, Sixers and, and, MVP, and MVP, all of it. Uh, it's going to, especially for the Sixers, it's going to impact them. Obviously, a lot. Joel's MVP caliber. Um, for the league, for like MVP wise, I think this is a chances for like Kyrie or even James Harden to creep up into the standings of MVP. Ready for something? Like, wow. For this guy, <laughs> <laughs> I think they could creep up and maybe like get some. Get some talks about them being MVP, especially. I think he's going to be more than two to three weeks. To be honest with you, I think you're probably they're probably going to hold him out for at least a month, just to be sure, have him ready for playoffs. Obviously, he's prone to injury, so it's probably going to be more than two weeks. Okay, Josh, if it's just two weeks, it shouldn't have any impact on the MVP ranking. Okay, if it's two weeks and he comes back, it's fine. Uh, if it's a bit longer, which I I agree with Craig, it'll be probably three weeks. Slight impact, right? But then, does it go to James Harden? Does it go to Le- LeBron? It depend. It depends on what everybody else is doing around the league. I I'm glad to hear that, you know, he didn't tear anything. There's no structural damage, yeah. so he'll be back. I want. I mean, he's good for the league. I want Philly to be. I want the East to be competitive, right? I don't want to see Brooklyn just steamroll the whole thing. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing Ben Simmons kind of take the reins a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was actually thinking along those lines. I don't know if it's going to affect Philly that much. Um, I think I think there's like a top tier right now of the Nets, Sixers, and Bucks, and that's like that's kind of how it's shaken out. The rest of the East is kind of falling a little bit back, and I think with Simmons and Tobias and the rest of the guys they have, I think there's a good chance that Philly is going to stay right in the mix. So I don't think they're going to lose any ground. But for the MVP, I mean, two weeks, a lot can happen in two weeks. So, I mean, if the Sixers are still flying, 
and somebody else is uh, picking up steam. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be hard to win MVP for Embiid, who was the favorite on FanDuel for MVP going into the week. Um, but now that he's out, I, th- I think it's going to be hard for him to win it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be out for two weeks, and there's no way right when that two weeks is up, he's just going to jump back in and just start dropping 30 a night. They're going to have him on a minutes restriction, shortened season. I don't think... I think it's going to totally take him out of the MVP race. And I think it's going to just solidify the Nets as the number one seed. Because, I mean, he was not the whole team, but a major part of them where they are right now. And so you might, think they're going to slip? I think they're going to not... It won't be a huge slip, but I think they're going to slip and Brooklyn's going to come on even stronger. Um, and I think, it, like you said, they're not going to slip at it like to the sixth seed or anything like that. They're still going to be a top three seed. But I think the number one is going to be out of the question, and he's not going to be in the MVP conversation moving forward. Let me give you the schedule for the okay. next two weeks. Yeah. Oh, that'll for the Sixers time. playing. It's Spurs, Knicks, Bucks, Kings, Knicks again, Ooh. Warriors, Lakers, uh, Clippers, Nuggets, then Cavs. That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough, honestly. That's, that's, that's pretty I, tough. I do think they slip a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty tough. I mean... The Knicks is not going to be an easy win. No, definitely so, not. Play them twice. Lakers Warriors, and Clippers. Rewards is not an easy yeah. win. I mean, looking at it, honestly, it only, looks like they only have two pretty easy games. is Cleveland and Sacramento. Sacramento, so. yeah. Wow. I mean, they'll be happy to at least to go, what, 5-5? Five and five? Yeah. Should yeah. be interesting to see what happens with uh, Philly uh, mm-hmm. with the beat out. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we got into the questions was uh, I wanted to mention uh, Josh's boy, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Uh, so Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. So Ewing, um, <laughs> Ewing in a press conference said he was accosted by Best Square Card Security and was appalled that he wasn't recognized immediately. So my question would be: Let's start with Josh. Uh, do you think what Pat, do you think Patrick Ewing is justified in feeling the way he feels about how he was treated in his old building? Okay, I everyone is quick to to text me and say, look at what your owner is doing, James Dolan. Look, look he's such a jerk, right? Let, let me play devil's advocate here, right? If the security guard is, let's just say, 22 years old, or let's just say he's 23 years old, 24 years old, right? And he's just doing his job. He didn't kick Patrick Ewing out of the arena. He's just telling him, hey, you need to wear your credentials. Like, you have to have your pass around your neck walking around and I get it he's Patrick Ewing it's the arena that he built right but chances are that 22 to 25 year old doesn't know who the hell Patrick Ewing is never saw him play never watched the guy is just telling him hey keep your pass around your neck and you know like I get it these guys have huge egos but really focus on Georgetown winning the Big East uh, tournament that was that was my thing was listen I mean your guys just won a game Right, like and they're many, terrible. They're kids. The, the team yeah, I mean, is talk terrible. about the kids. Don't talk about yourself getting accosted at the at the stadium. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's not like Patrick Ewing looks like he was he's back at the Hoyas. You know what I mean? He's he's put on an ounce or two since he retired. Um, <laughs> and I'll say this: I'll bring up a point. This happened. This happened a couple of years ago. The security stopped James Dolan one time from entering the game, 
And of course, James Dolan so said, maybe we do you need... know who I am? And he fired the person. And then eventually, wow. eventually he brought them back. So maybe you need to change the head of security. What are, what are they teaching him in there? Shouldn't it be trainings of pictures of who you should not... Legends? No, yeah. but listen, it's, Especially also, the owner. it's also doing your job, right? You need to have your credentials. You need to show who you are. Right. Does Patrick Josh Ewing pass the girlfriend test? <laughs> Like if you ask your girlfriend in twenty twenty, I, I think I think if you ask a hundred girlfriends, no. you get five that know who Patrick Ewing is. So I can't, I'm kind of uh, with Josh on this. So. I made the sweat like Patrick Ewing joke at the gym the other day, and no one got it. <laughs> <laughs> Not one person. <laughs> I, so I know. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, at the free throw line. <laughs> I I agree with you guys, but I in the sense. If I build something like that, so take for instance any of you guys building something like that. What did you feel some type of way, you know, like oh, someone asking you for credentials after you put so many years into? Like it might even be like a third party security company in there. That but that's like... but that they, they should fix that. I agree with you. Like, <laughs> like I, they're doing their job. Yeah, but like they should fix that. Like in their locker rooms should be pictures of Patrick Ewing, John Starks. <laughs> Nolan, Dolan. Oh man, John Starks, you have to pay a cover again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> After that 94 finals game. <laughs> I just would feel some type of way if that was me. Like, I get it, I get it. I, see I mean, I, I, I see where he's coming from. Like, I mean, he put a lot of work in there. Like, they, for someone to ask him for his credentials and stuff like and, that. And right away, the PR, the Knicks PR, they don't want to already look as Ooh. bad as they've looked for a long time so right away they put Patrick Ewing in a room with James Dolan they, like, yeah. they made sure everything is cool everything's everything is alright yeah after the after the Oakley thing it was like Oakley okay. Spike yeah you, like you know it's you gotta take know. care of your people I guess <laughs> but yeah I don't know I'm, I'm like Ewing he's you know focus on the kids he just won the game try to win the Big East tournament so, okay <laughs> let me put it this way say 20-30 years from now Katie walks in Brooklyn uh how would you like? And, and gets, say they won a couple championships. If they won some titles and stuff, yeah. I, I don't know. I, and they I don't, don't know, know who KD is. I, I feel like they're gonna know. I, I mean, I guess exactly. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard <laughs> for me to say, honestly. But, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a a, a Ewing thing. I, I don't know. He just looks. He doesn't look the same. Number one, he's he does, totally I, I different. Agree, yeah, yeah. He's aged horribly. Yes, um, that's part of it. Uh, I I don't know. I think. Um, for me, I, I, security guard's doing his job. It's a kid. The kid probably doesn't. Even they're probably like, "Oh, that's Patrick Ewing." He's probably like, "Who the hell's Patrick Ewing?" Yeah, in a lot of uh, Yeah. Um, so, but I, I get both sides. But I, I would lean towards, "Hey, listen, Patrick, cool your jets, bro. Just put your put your pre pass on. All right, <laughs> just put the pass on. Come on. Uh, let's get into the questions after that. Okay. Um, so ten burning second half questions. Question number one, and we'll start with Mike. All right. Is Blake Griffin a game changer for the Brooklyn Nets in the second half? Take it away. I think the only way it actually matters is if he was just completely sandbagging it in Detroit, which I really don't think he was. Um, so I don't think he's going to really do much um, for the Nets. I think it's kind of just like, do we need Blake Griffin when we have Jeff Green? Because... I mean, that's not really saying much at this I think point. Jeff Green's better. Jeff Green's be- better. That's what I love um, here too. Does he give that position a little more depth? Um, yeah. Is that a complete game changer? Is that going to really put them over the top? I don't think Blake Griffin is a game changer, but hopefully, as a Nets fan, you kind of get that new team bump. I know we always talk about like new coach bump, 
new team bump, maybe new scenery, new guys, new arena, new fans for whatever's in the actual stadium. Maybe he maybe he gets a little bump in his stats. He gets this. Maybe he could dunk again. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be a complete game changer for Brooklyn moving forward for sure. I agree with Mike. Um, my original question is, is Jeff Green or is Blake better than Jeff right now? And I, to me, I don't think so. Jeff Green shooting 42% from three. Blake's not going to be shooting that. And I think the way the Nets offense is... You need a guy who's just going to run the floor, get that cheap little basket, get a layup, and stand outside and shoot a three. And that's not Blake's game. It, you know, they're not going to benefit from throwing into him in the post, watching him back someone down for 40 seconds, taking a one-legged fadeaway. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't think this is a game changer at all. I think it, when he gets in the game, they may be worse, to be honest with you. So he's, he's shooting 36% from the floor that's this solid. year. <laughs> Last year, in 18 games before he got hurt, he shot 35% from the floor. Not, not from three, from the floor. 2019, 24-8-6. Uh, 46, 36, 75. He was the focal point. That's, that's almost three years ago. Um, I just don't think his body is going to let him be the same player that he was. He hasn't dunked in two years. Um, but I'll say this. Uh, he's going to get wide open shots. Yeah, you know I mean, like, like no one's gonna guard him. Yeah. So I, I think it might look better than it actually is. Can is he gonna be a huge impact, or is like any fourth or fifth guy that you put like Bruce? Everyone's like Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown. Well, Bruce Brown, no one guards him. Okay. So if you plug Blake Griffin, can he do that? Probably. Um, and like Mike said, it's a depth piece. It's a minimum contract. Can he put together a little magic during the run? It's possible, but I'd say I'd lean towards unlikely. Uh, I'm gonna. I love the comparisons. I'm gonna give you a comparison. Blake Griffin can be Rob Gronkowski. No. Oh! So absolutely not. Th- th- this, is what this is what I'll say. <laughs> I, I want to hear this. On the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I watched plenty of them in the regular season, Rob Gronkowski didn't even go out for routes. He was a body. I mean, he, he blocked. He He's a great blocker, though. Great, great blocker, but they didn't use him. But if you're talking about game changer, it's how, like, what do you mean by game changer? If he wins you one game... In the NBA Finals, that's a game changer. You go back to 2015. So they're going to make the finals. Or if no. they go to the finals. <laughs> or round two. If you go round back two. to 2015, right? The Warriors, they sh- one of the games, they shut it out. I think it was game one. They shut it out, David Lee. And he won a game for the Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's how you got to look at it. I think, you know, Blake Griffin is that 1960s must- Shelby Mustang that's in the garage that you take out once a year and you just... Whip him around the block a few times. Once every seven. These analogies are tremendous, by and, the way. And that's what it is. And you know, he's he just has to be healthy enough to give you a few playoff games here and there and be a little bit of old Blake Griffin. Does, I think I think I'm back in on Blake Griffin. Does he that. dunk? Do you think he, he yes. dunks? Yes. Yeah. I don't think anybody dunks in Detroit. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Jordan's are too high. Detroit. Everyone's protesting. <laughs> That's everyone's version of protest. They just don't dunk <laughs> until they get traded. But he doesn't fit their system, though, Josh. Like, he's, it's he's not... A, I know what you're saying. And underrated I passer, though. Underrated passer. He's a playmaker. I agree with well, it. You already have three playmakers. Yeah, he's a good... He was a very, very good basketball right. player. And it'll come back. He so was I. Be, Doesn't mean I'm going to play. <laughs> he just needs to be... His body needs to be healthy enough to give you 10 or 15 really and important minutes. You're right. And who are those minutes are getting taken from? 
Uh, and that's that's like the reason I'm saying this is because the Nets, um, surrounding pieces are so doing so well right now. Like yeah. from Brown to Jeff Green to Shamit even showed something the other night. We've all been killing on Shamit. So it's like. Who are you taking these minutes from? You can't take them from Shemmy because he's not a shooter. But so going like, back to what Mike said, listen, like Durant's out for a while. Jeff Green's missed time. You, you never know. Bruce Brown could could something could happen. Um, what are what are Blake Griffin's expectations for playing? That's time? that's a good question. Also, um, I think he just question. wants a cheap ring. Like he, he just wants yeah, a ring. Yeah, like if he gets five minutes, he's just gonna whatever. Rob Gronkowski, two Super Bowl touchdowns. Right? If Blake Griffin <laughs> what? Come in the yeah. NBA, two NBA twenty point game, two NBA dunks, one twenty point game, two NBA dunks. That's what you're gonna get. Yeah. If, he, if he gives you fifteen points and eight rebounds and plays in the fourth quarter, there you go. When he yeah. tosses a game clinch and lobs to DeAndre. Bob City. Anyone? <laughs> he may not dunk. He may not dunk. He may not dunk, but he might give you. He might be left wide open and hit three three pointers. Right? Oh and yeah, I can. That's yeah. worth it. It's. That, it's. I big. see it. Listen, you painted the picture for me, and I'm. I seeing, like the Gronk. I like picture. the Gronk comparison. I like the uh, Shelby out, comparison. Take also. him out of the garage. <laughs> Just take him out of the garage for the big game. <laughs> Let's go to question two. This one I'm gonna kick to Craig, LeBron super fan. <laughs> LeBron James. Will LeBron have enough in the tank to finish the season at the pace he's on, and should he rest? Craig. I think it's imperative that LeBron rests. He's 36 years old. Can he rest? That's another question. <sighs> Davis needs to come back for him to rest. But he he needs... I understand what he's trying to do, but... he. he it just doesn't make sense. He's 36 years old. He's played all 37 games. He's averaging 34 minutes a game. Listen, Father Time is undefeated. It's going to catch up to him. Tell it to Tom Brady. Contract. That's very true. But I'm, it's going to catch up to him, and it's going to catch up to him at the wrong point, which is the playoffs, maybe even the finals. And I don't want to see that happen. Just take some games. You know, here and there, just you're 36 years old, like trying to prove a point. I, I just don't agree with it, and I hope he takes some games because it's gonna be big for him in the playoffs. He's gonna need his legs. Plus, they just won the finals in October. Am I right? It was October. Yes, the turnaround was quick. The turnaround. 60 was days. Quick. Yeah. And then you're trying to play every game. I saw. What did he play? 12 minutes in the All Star game. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do something. So, to me, I mean, he's clearly chasing the MVP, and that means something to him, right? I mean, but his stats are not MVP-wise. No, but, like, he wants – if he's he, – Yeah, you know, I, he I can, agree with He can paint the narrative yeah. if they get there. Yeah. Um, but, honestly, I think he I, – I, th- I don't know if he has a choice. Like, Davis, they said he's now going to be reevaluated in two weeks with his Achilles. Like, what, what, what is this going to look like if LeBron sits also? <clears throat> I just don't think – I don't think um, – I don't know – I don't know if he can sit. Um, without this team just kind of going into a, a, a tailspin. But I'll say this, he's smart and he knows his body. He always picks his spots. Um, and I don't know how much home court's going to mean in the West. And we'll get to, we'll get to that, that kind of that, – that's another question we have later on, how much does home court mean. Um, and for the Lakers, as long as they make the playoffs, like they're going to be favored in any series. Right. Um, and they could win in any building, especially the way it is now. So uh, rest isn't the worst idea, but I also – I don't know how far they could fall. Um, especially if AD doesn't come back uh, for yeah, a couple I mean, weeks. The team so, is pretty terrible. It's it's it's, it's a tough situation, but I, I think he, I think he's going to ride it out. Um, that's right. That would be my prediction. And I, I, I you know what? He knows himself. 
I think he'll figure it out. Do you think he rides it out for an excuse if he loses? No, no. I think he's riding it out just because now, I, you know, he rests before the All-Star game. But now I think he's riding it out because, you know, he wants to win games. You know, yeah. I just, I don't, like, if he, if he sits, they're going to get smoked. Yeah. Like, I was surprised they won yeah. last night. Yeah. The you know, it's crazy. So, Josh, what do you think? He, he's in a stage where he's emptying out the tank, right? He doesn't have mm-hmm. 10 years left. Um, maybe he has five years, something like that. But for him now, it's all about legacy and padding those stats to make right. sure that he is breaks every record and surpasses Kareem and all those things. So, I mean, should he rest? He knows his body. He spends, what, like anywhere from $1 to $3 million a year? Like, yeah. you know, making, Something sure his, light, yeah. making sure his body is good. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, so I'm in the same boat as he knows his body. Like you just mentioned, $1.5 million a year cryotherapy, hyperbolic chambers, leg boots, personal chef, trainers, strict diet. Um... I think he's I think he's gonna be fine even if he grinds out the entire season every single game. Over his first thirty two games, the first sixteen games in the fourth quarter, he was averaging thirty nine percent from the field. The last sixteen games he's averaging forty eight percent of the field, and that's only in the fourth quarter, just the fourth quarter. So he he's got the he's got the legs, he's got the power, he's shooting fifty percent just in OT. He even says himself he doesn't want rest and he wants to stop talking about it, so let the guy live. Let him play. Let him play. Let him. Let him. I mean, he is obviously. He's you guys amazing. would he's, want him to play, so he's, he's tired. He is an amazing. Guy. Yeah, play forty-eight minutes a game. <laughs> no, he's an amazing. I don't shape, think it though. matters for yeah. him. I really don't think it matters. I don't uh, think it matters. Anthony Davis better be healthy. <laughs> I think they'll find time. Also, that's the other thing. Like the last week of the blowouts season, too. Like they'll find blowouts some time here, here there. So. I think he's fine. Okay. So, this one I'm going to kick to Josh, the next question. This is question number three on the list. I wonder why. And we're talking about the New York Knickerbockers coming off a massive blowout win today in the afternoon against the Thunder. Julius Randle triple-double. Could the Knicks, in the calendar year, 2021 or 2022, win a playoff series? Can they win a playoff series this year? Josh. No. And... You know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that for my honesty, or is this because of your hatred for the Knicks? No, any honesty. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not gonna beat the Nets. Although I would love a game three at Madison Square Garden, Knicks versus Nets. That'd be great, uh, and I would like to win that one. That's a little scary. That would be my championship. Um, they're not gonna beat the Nets. They're not gonna beat the Sixers. They're not gonna beat the Bucks. Um, they're gonna have. They would have a really tough time against the Heat. The Pacers would give them a tough time. I, yeah, I just they're, they're not they're not there yet. I I truly believe that they um, overachieved in the first half, and it might catch up to them in the second half. How many minutes everybody's playing, and can Julius Randle sustain his play? I do, I don't know. So I'm not. Okay, Mike, what do you think? He's got a triple double today. I think it all depends on where they land. Do I think they're going to win it? No. Um, so right now, who they're playing? The Bucks. Um, they'll get smoked by the Bucks. Can they? Can they continue this run they're on and somehow you know move up a spot, end up playing a Boston and win? Probably not. But maybe they steal a game or two. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Like Josh said. Are they going to sustain the level of play? They're probably going to drop a few more seeds and end up playing one of the top tiers teams. Um, I don't see it happening. 
But is it possible? I'd give him maybe a, a 5% chance. Craig. Yes. Wow. What? Mr. Decatur. I, <laughs> I think they could win a play. They get the right matchup. I think they will. They could They could win. I just think they're. The Knicks is like. Uh, they're built for the playoffs. You could tell teams that are built for the playoffs that like raggedy, like just nonstop defense. And if it goes seven games, everybody knows game seven, it's a. Toss so, up. It's a coin toss. So, I do think so. If it's one of the top tier teams, obviously not Brooklyn, Bucks. Um, what's the other top team in the East? Uh, Philly. Philly. Probably not. But if they get Miami Heat for some chance, if they keep going the way they're going and they get a good seed and Miami's, you know, falls down and all of a sudden they play Miami in the in the first. The first round? That'd Absolutely. be funny. Uh, J- Jimmy Butler versus uh, Tibbs. Oh, right. God, that'd be that'd fun. Be great. <laughs> yeah. like, absolutely, I think uh, the that'd Knicks could win that. Yeah. I, would, that. I would even bet on the Knicks winning that. It would probably be a good come up. It'd be fun. So I, I, I do think if the right team, they, re, they meet the right team, yes, they could win it. I'm yeah. going to say no. Um, I think that they're in that second tier with like the Miami, the Celtics, uh, you know, those teams, uh, you know, uh, uh, Indiana, you could put in there maybe, um, but what? So you said they're, they're built. They're built for the playoffs. I do think they're. Built I for the I actually don't think they're built for the playoffs. I'll, I I like that they they play defense and stuff. I just, you know, when you play a team more than one time in a row, yeah. and like it's just like they 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 rely so much on Randall for offense, right? Yeah. So eventually, teams are just going to throw stuff at him. And, like, who's going to be that second guy who's going to create offense for them? I just don't think they have that yet. Frank. Obi. <laughs> Obi. Obi. Thank you for so bringing up Obi. I think they're a year away. I think, I think if, they, if they can grab a secondary playmaker and maybe a shooter, I think they could be a second-round team. But right now, I just I don't, I don't really see it this year. But I do think they're going to make the playoffs. So. Oh, yeah. And they're ahead of schedule, yeah. and no one had them here. And I think that's a win yes. if you make the playoffs. So. Yeah. Playoffs. Go New York, go New York, go. Let's go. Patrick, you always going to be happy about it. <laughs> if he gets let in the building. <laughs> if they let him in the city. Okay, let's go to question number four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to toss this one to Mike. Whoa. Okay. Thanks. So, if the Celtics stand pat and do not advance in the playoffs, should Danny Ainge or Brad Stevens be on the hot seat? Mike, what do you think? Soul star? Brad? I definitely think he should be on the hot seat. Whoa. Just because they have enough talent, and I feel like we've talked talked about this on previous pods, they're just not playing up to expectations this year. And um, who who's usually the guy to blame? It's usually the coach. Yeah. Um, maybe his voice is just a little stagnant right now in that locker room. Maybe they're not listening to him. Maybe they don't want to listen to him. But I think this is all, we all know how it goes. If the team underperforms, the first guy to go is the coach because the GM is going to fire him. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think Brad Stevens is on the hot seat. If they go one and, like, if they fly into the playoffs and just get beat up, I think he's gone this year. And um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing just to bring a new guy in. Yeah, I definitely think Stevens before Ainge, for sure. I. I disagree. Uh, I think it definitely should be Ainge. I mean, 
I think we and you talked about it. Uh, the talent they actually have is it's kind of surprising. I mean, it's it's only Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like Kemba Walker's not even a shell of himself. Uh, Marcus Marcus Smart, uh, maybe a good trading piece. But He's been injured too. Yeah, been injured. I mean, but uh, Tristan Thompson, Tice, what was that dude? Williams, I believe. Time Lord, Time Lord. He's blocking everything the other night. <laughs> Like the, I think we think the talent on the Celtics is so much because Tatum and Brown. But like after that, it drops tremendously, and I don't think that's Stephen's fault. Obviously, that's Ainge. Ainge has been there how long? He's won what one championship? Yeah. So, I I, I thought Ainge should have went a long time ago. To be honest with okay. you. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought Ainge. I mean, this is back when he uh, he traded. Uh, he traded who for uh, Rafe LaFriends? I forgot. I think it was oh, Antoine Walker. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> Rafe LaFriends? I still think the first guy to go is just the ghost. Oh, I, you're yeah. absolutely right. The first guy to go I'm is the Ainge is definitely doing a shitty job just, for, I mean, as of late. But, but you gotta, they're gonna, he's going to pull just be like, hey, right. it, it was Steven's fault. I, I mean, I, getting Kemba Walker, obviously we all thought it's like, oh, that's not a bad pickup. I mean, you know, he might, obviously not as Kyrie, but he's still a great point guard, but... He is a shell of a player, so it's just yeah. like, just the wrong. It's in draft wise too. They had a he's chance. been really bad in the draft right. the, the last couple of years. Right, they had a chance to get a Halliburton. They never, they didn't pick him up. They got, I mean, uh, what's his name? Pritchard. He's Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, yeah he's alright. They had three draft picks last year. Three first rounders. Three first rounders. Yeah, name one right now. That's doing just, well. just Pritchard. That's just Pritchard. It. Exactly. Yeah. That can't be on yeah. Stevens. Um, so I, I think both should be on the hot seat and I'll, I'll start with Stevens. When you think of, so when you think of the, what is a coach's responsibility? Okay. You think X's and O's. Yeah. You think managing egos and you think player development. Okay. Player development. Outside of Tatum and Brown, none, every single young guy on the team, nobody has, nobody has really progressed at all. They've had a million draft picks the last three years. Nobody's progressed. Not, not one, I can't name one guy. It looks like, oh man, look at this guy. He's really coming along. Uh, uh, they talk about uh, Time Lord's potential. They talk about uh, you know Naismith. You know guys have come and gone, and it's just uh, it's just the same story with all these guys. Right. Well, um, how many of those players that have left left and produced? That's no, that's true. That's a good point too. Terry that's a Rozier. Good point too. That's a, Rozier. That, okay, let me get to let me get to Rozier now. Managing egos. Okay. Kyrie, that didn't work out. Gordon Hayward, that didn't work out. Al Horford wanted to change the scenery. Terry Rozier wasn't happy with his minutes. I mean, you're the coach. You have all these players. Eventually, isn't it your job to put these pieces together and make make it kind of work? So I don't think he's done a good job with that. Now, Stevens X and O's, everyone says he's one of the best in the game, so I trust that. But I think he's failed in the other two departments. Like you know, those guys haven't really progressed elsewhere. But also, they didn't progress there, and that was the, that was the first stop. Um, and additionally, the stuff with the the egos. You know, like I said. You know, Kyrie's but, not an easy player to deal with, but, but he Hay- left. Hayward, what was he supposed to do? Like, tell Hayward he's the number one player? Yeah, with, no, with... but, you know, I, I think... Rogier left because Rozier Kyrie left. Came. Kyrie, yeah, but they left in the same year. Like, they could have made it work. You know, you know, when Kyrie left, they could have maybe kept Rozier um, and maybe made him the point guard. But how is that Stevens' fault? That's more age fault than Stevens. Sure, right? sure, maybe. Um, I, I think Rozier wanted to abort Chip, though. And same with Horford. It just seemed like they wanted out. They wanted Horford to stay, and Horford was like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with this. And then if you get into Ainge, um, you miss on three draft picks last year. You had, 
I mean, I tweeted this the other day. The gap in talent between the Celtics and the Nets, when you consider that trade, is crazy. You know what I mean? The, the Celtics had yes. uh, a half decade's worth of draft picks from the Nets, and the Nets didn't have a draft pick for five years. And yes. look at the state of both rosters. You know, it doesn't really make any sense. So I think for that alone, I think Ainge deserves some, some heat for that. So if something doesn't happen this year, if it was me, I would, I would consider a move with either. Either. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but either one. I think both should be on the hot seat. Yeah, I mean he's like he's a good X and O's guy for sure. Um, they're they're season two late, right? So if you're gonna make a move for, uh, if you're gonna move on from Danny Ainge, the perfect person that you should have got was Daryl Morey, right? Because he yes. worked under Danny Ainge for so many years, mm-hmm. then he kind of got to spread his wings in in Houston, and now he's you know he's a big wig and he's doing his thing in uh, in Philly. So that was the time. I, I'm all for replacing Ainge. And that's going to be a hard replacement because he's like one of the fixtures in Boston Celtics history. Right. But you you got to have a replacement. And it might be something where the owners have to think outside of the box. It seems like teams now have, have seen some success with uh, guys going the, the super agent route. You hire the agent and then bring guys in. And you see that mm-hmm. with the Lakers and then now with the Knicks. The Knicks are doing a little bit better. But um, I would move on from Ainge. Um, if they don't do anything, or I might give them one more year and say, you know, you're on the hot seat. Like you got to figure this out because they've had so many picks over the years and nothing to show for it. And Tatum is good, but I don't know from a coaching standpoint. I don't know how much he's getting over the hump to where he becomes a superstar. I agree with that. I was watching like, him the other day. I was like, is he taking that leap? He's really good, but he's, he's mm. not taking that next like that Giannis leap. I think a lot of people like expected or... him to be a top five guy by now. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, agree. Especially when you watched him that, that rookie year oh, when he yeah. dunked on LeBron oh, yeah. and yeah. you know he was having these baller games. So um, Brad Stevens is a good coach, but uh, you know you made some great points that he just hasn't developed any guys or managed the, the talent that they have had. And they have had a lot of really good players that were in the building, wearing the jersey, and that are not I'm there good. Anymore. They were like, nah, I'm good. Kyrie I'll go to Charlotte. Irving, Gordon Hayward, yeah. Terry Rozier. I can't count Kyrie Irving. He's a Kyrie's yeah, he's in that case for sure. I mean, he yeah. left. He left Cleveland yeah, after winning. Yeah, that's twice. That's twice. Yeah, that's twice I can't, I can't it's hard. Him. Yeah, you can't control him. But I'll say this though: if you're if you're a GM out there looking for a team to be a GM, um, that's not a bad situation. You got you got Brown and you got Tatum and if if that's it if that's all you have it's you're like okay that's a good start you're a brand you know it's hard yeah to actually, and you're a brand you're a brand, you're a brand yeah but it's hard to attract stars in Boston you know that right yes but you already have maybe arguably two in the building that's true so yeah. you just sell them on the city of championships right mm-hmm. and but for a black athlete it's very hard for them to go there now yeah it's for sure. it's 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 weird I never thought of it my friend. Travis, he listens to the podcast. We always talk about Travis. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> we always talk about Celtics and stuff like that. But it, it is hard to attract on in a free agency. Look, they were supposed to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. And that never happened. His dad basically said, "I'm not going there." Well, name name uh, the last big free agent that went to the Celtics. Think about it's a, it. It's a little similar to New York, though. If you win there, if you're able to win there. Carries a long yes, yes. I mean, hundred percent. Sometimes I feel like Danny Ainge is still there because yeah. they won in two thousand eight. Yeah, that's what I said. He's won one championship. Yeah, yeah. They're still talking about that two thousand eight. Yeah, you're. Uh, one more thing, I don't know, like that the whole Isaiah Thomas thing, where he basically gave his body yeah. to that to that team to go to the I conference agree. finals, yeah. and then they just traded him. A little karma there. Yeah, yeah, a little karma, and I think that's part of the reason why a guy like Davis is just like, eh, maybe not. Right. Um, besides all the other stuff. Right. Um, 
So let, let's go to question number five, okay? So for this one, I've got, is this the end of the road for this version of the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, let's start with Josh. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to say no because they forfeited three first-rounders for Drew Holiday. They better, <laughs> How do they get better? <laughs> they, better, they better be happy with this version and developing this version. Yeah. But um, I, we've seen, I think, their worst basketball in the first half. I'm looking forward to them picking it up and them starting to contend with the Sixers and the Nets. They, they better. Um, and, and I think they will. Giannis, is, you know, Gian, Giannis knows it's on him now. He signed the extension. He's the man. Go win games now. So uh, I'll say no. I think you got to somehow blow it up. Um, I don't know exactly how to do it. I agree. Um, they have the offensive piece with Giannis, obviously. Um, defensively, over the past three years, they've given up the most points in the NBA. Really? Uh, <clears throat> two, three years ago, 118.1. That was good for best. Um, mo- most points given up. Last season, 118.2. That was good for best. And this year, they're just behind the Nets. Um, so they got to do something. Yeah, they have to do something on defense, which they've obviously they haven't tried to over the last couple of years. So they've been known for defense, do. too. That's so surprising. Yeah. The, the holiday thing, I think, was, was with the intent of uh, some defensive stuff. Um, if you put it on paper, you got Holiday, Milton, and Giannis. Can those three cover, you know, for example, the Nets' big three? It, it seems right, but... Something definitely seems off. Uh, I definitely think that if they don't get past round two this year, or or if they don't get to the finals, I think Budenholzer's gone. I think he's done. Yes. Um, they haven't. They don't. Uh, they haven't adjusted. I remember last year in the playoffs, like they were stuck on like Giannis is playing thirty minutes, not thirty two. You know what I mean? Like because that's how we did during the regular season. Right. So I think that kind of stuff has hindered them, and also. The Middleton thing, like, yeah, okay, like, he's 50, 40, 90, and he puts up numbers. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he's the number two guy or, like, Bragdon, Malcolm Bragdon, who was a guy they probably should have kept, was a 50, 40, 90 guy. And then he left and he's not. So my thing is, if you play next to Giannis, does that make, does that, does that make your efficiency that much higher? So is Middleton's value a little bit inflated? Because I don't really consider him a number two. Um, and I don't consider how I think they have two high end number threes on that team with Middleton and Holiday. Yeah. So I think I think for them, I think getting an elite playmaker that's maybe a guard. I don't know how they do it without draft picks. Maybe they use Middleton or maybe they use Holiday, but I'm just not sure how. I, I think they need to do something, and I'm not sure how they do it. Let me throw one at you: Is Giannis a one? Ooh. Okay. Do we, do we really think he's a one right now? I mean, as we see what happens in the playoffs, he just can't. As a one, as a superstar, he just can't get it done. I don't know if they're using him right. I, I think I've said this on other podcasts. I just hate watching him bring up the ball. I'm like, why is this guy? But when you build a wall, yeah. even him not bringing up the ball, when they build a wall and he can't do anything. Yeah, well, that's tough. Maybe that's he tough. needs that too to make him. Or maybe he is there. a two. Yeah, or maybe he's, he should yeah. be the second option. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, and in that case, they, they, then they got to Because maybe, yeah. maybe right now we're looking at a two and three options. Right, Giannis right. had a, the, yeah. the two option and Middleton has a three. And we're expecting so much because we think Giannis is the number one option because of his numbers. But, you know, regular season numbers is different when, when it comes to the playoff time. It's true. Who the hell is going to Milwaukee? That's so that's get free agent. Yeah, you're gonna have to do it. Yeah, honestly, just them, the end them of the keeping, road. <laughs> them keeping Giannis was like to me like such a miracle. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And I know a lot of people said he was gonna stay, but I was I kept saying no, there's no way. But he stayed. 
So now you got you you, you solved problem one. Now they got to figure out how to fin how to finish this thing. Um, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to go about it. Honestly, you want to fix the defense? Fire the coach. Yeah, get, get, he has chance. Maybe Tibbs. Get get rid of what <laughs> oh. You know who I would hire? Close. You're very close. I would hire Jeff Van Gundy. Oh, I love it. Get him out, and this is his last shot to coach. Because I I don't know if he doesn't get a coaching job right now. I don't know if he's ever going to coach again because he's just so successful commentating. Bring in Jeff Van Gundy and put Giannis on the blocks. Right. Can you win with this team? Use him like Shaq a little bit. Yes. In some, in some, I want to see place. Giannis play Love center. It, and if you, can't, if you can't win with this team, then what the hell is the point in going to the regular season and being the three seed and getting knocked out every year? Start blowing it up a little bit. You yeah. trade Holiday. shooting threes? Trade, trade Middleton. <laughs> right. Maybe go younger. Get guys like, get out R.J. Barrett. Get guys that are young and yeah, go, go about the young this? Route. Bring them to the Knicks. Giannis? Yeah. I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give me the Greek? No problem. No problem. We'll take him. I agree with Mike. Like, stop giving Giannis the ball on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. They give him 15 blocks. feet every time. Yeah. yeah. And now, he air balls it. He should yeah. catch the ball. He, he, has he should to catch the ball where Zion catches the ball. Right. Five, six, eight, like Josh said, put him on the box, yeah. give him the ball down there every time, and I, see what he does from there. I don't know if he can ever be a good shooter because his hands are so big. It's, yeah. it's like you shooting tennis balls. It really oh, is. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. – I mean, Kawhi has the biggest hands in the league. Look at yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think it's the hands thing. I just think that he's – He's a power forward. Play like a power forward. Like, if it means you got to be down there like Sabonis. Yeah. I know Sabonis hits three sometimes. But, hey, just get down in the box. Because, yeah. obviously, what we see in the playoffs is you get in a wing. They build a wall. You don't know what to do. It's over. We, we talk about landing spots for Bradley Beal. Man, I would love to see Beal with Giannis. Uh, Whoa. And is I it, think Bradley would be the one. Yeah, and I think Bradley, Bradley, he might be the one, Beal. Right. He might be. He might be the I'm one that we it. go to. Is and that then bad you, if the Wizards get back? Holiday and Middleton, Middleton? Yeah. and some picks maybe or something. Sign me up right now. There it is. Oh, you got the Wizards number? We just made a blockbuster. Oh, <laughs> I didn't ask the question. Like, send it in. Save that for later. <laughs> send, send in the paperwork. Send it in. <laughs> okay. So, number six. The sixth burning question. Okay. Is there a sleeping title contender that no one is talking about? So, I'm just going to go ahead and give my own. The Denver Nuggets. Wow. I don't think anyone's talking about the Nuggets, okay? Uh, quietly, they're 21-15. They've been on a little bit of a roll. Murray, last 10, 15 games, he's been bubble Murray, okay? Porter had co Michael Porter Jr. had COVID twice. I just heard about that. He's thing. rounding into shape. Twice? Yeah. Twice. He, he, he had like five or six really good games before the bubble, so he's been really playing well, okay? So he's rounding into form. Jokic right now? If you look at the MVP power pole, he might just got he might have just got bolted into the first slot with yeah. a beat out. So they got they got a nice three man tandem. On top of that, they got some pieces and they have all the draft picks if they want to swing a trade. Um, everything's on paper. They already beat the Clippers in a series. Uh, they went to, you know they're a Davis three pointer away from from maybe they're a Davis three pointer away from maybe taking out or at least pushing the Lakers to the distance. So I'm gonna say Denver. I think Denver is a legit. Finals slash title contender. Uh, Craig, did you have did you have a, a sleeper contender? Yes, it's the Suns. Ooh, me too. <laughs> All right, I'm always on the All same right, page. All right, the Suns. Yeah, Chris Paul's taking them to another level. Uh, Chris Paul last year took that Oklahoma City team 
to, I believe that was a game seven in the first round. And now he has talent around him. So you got Booker, Aiton. I just, I, I think this team is going to be tough to get out in the playoffs in the West. And I think, you know, AD's not healthy and something's wrong with the Lakers. They could de- I could definitely see the Suns being in the finals, 100%. Yeah, just to add on that, top 10 in overall offense, top 10 in overall defense. Aiton's grabbing 12 boards a game. Really? Fourth in the NBA. Um, and Did like you said, that. if they could steal a high seed, kind of yeah. coast through, maybe make it deep Western Conference Finals. Make they got some, some depth too, right? Yeah. They got some good players on the is bench. It, is it Mikel Bridges? I'm yeah, Bridges, Villanova. Yeah. Villanova legend. So I, I, Dario Saric, I like him. Right. I, 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 liked, I really do like the Suns roster. And nobody knows how to manage a game better than Chris Ball. Suns back in Vegas? Why not? Might Let's happen. put it in. <laughs> Josh, you got a team or... Do we got to catch that bet? We need to get Mike on the MIT Slump Conference <laughs> for statistics and analytics. Amazing. That was amazing. That, that was incredible. No, I don't have a team. I, yep. It's going it. okay. to be the Nets. It's going to be the Lakers. Wow. It's, Love it. You know. Love that's it. Just what it is. Okay. All right. We're going chalk. Okay. Let's go, let's go to question number seven. Um, this is a question that Craig posed. I actually really like this question. So we know about the Elam ending. Where in the final quarter, it's first team to 24 wins. Or, or they, they add 24 to the final score, and first team to get to that score wins. So my question is, should the NBA look into putting this in, in some format during the season slash playoffs? So let's start with Mike. I'm going to be the guy that says, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Wow. Uh, get off my lawn, Mike. Get off wow. my lawn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I think we all like NBA playoff comes around. Like you watch every game. Every game is great. Every there's, yeah. there's plenty of amazing finishes and game winning shots. And I mean, why 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 change it? It, it might be a cop out answer, but I, it just seems once the NBA playoff hits, everybody's watching it. It always mm-hmm. seems, it always feels like so. It's it's fine to me. It's fine to me. I I mean I I propose a question because I would like to see a change. I would like to see a change in the regular season. I know it would be kind of hard to have it in a regular season, and then all of a sudden the playoffs were back to the clock in the fourth quarter. But I, I would still like to see that, um, I guess, different pressure, different competitiveness when now, you know, fourth quarter comes and 24 points are added on. Now it's like there's no clock now. Now it's just like who can get the bucket. We don't have to worry about, oh, we're going to slow it up. There's no more, oh, we're up four. Let's just kill the clock. You know what I mean? You do. Let's you get rid of the timeouts and you get right. rid of the clock stuff. Now everything is more pressure. It's like, no, we got to get yeah. a bucket. So I, I, I would like to see it. It looks good in the, you know, All-Star game. But, you know, obviously that's the All-Star game. So, but I would like to see it in the regular season. You're right, though. I wouldn't want to see it in the playoffs. I think that would take away from what, what we're used to with the time clock. But so I think you, you'd have to bring it into the regular season somehow, right? So I let yeah. me give you the perfect solution. Whoa. The perfect <laughs> Answer to this question. Wow. It's the new overtime. Wow. Shit. You go to 15. Ooh. First to 15 in overtime game. Wow. Okay? I think, I think Throw the it. clock out. <laughs> Throw the <laughs> clock in the garbage in overtime. No more stoppages. No more replays. This, that, and the third. We're going to 15. Like Ooh. a pickup game. Straight Love to 15. It. No double overtime. No triple overtime. You know how overtime goes anyway. It's like it's like just slow. This, that, and the third. 
Let's just go to 15. Adam Silver, I hope you're listening. Wow. That's, that's, I love that. I love yeah. that. I'd sign up for that. Josh, yeah. what do you think? That's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> Is that the winner? Yeah. That's the winner. Absolutely. That's the winner. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, I'm a cranky old man. I like the way that game yeah. I would even go back to the All-Star game going East versus West. Oh, I oh yeah. I, I, I want that as well. And I, you I know, but they have to make it more competitive. Uh, maybe offer up more money to the charities or something. I, just something to get these guys like really going at it for a little bit. But I get it. It's their vacation week. One hundred and seven. While we're on that topic, um, how do you get guys to do the dunk contest? Money, money. Like, money. just money, just just a, a fat we, check. We'll give ten million dollars. I don't know if it's, it's <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it's the money or it, it's their, you know, their brand they're worried about. You think it's like an ego thing? Not an ego, but their brand. Like say like, we saw Zion. Missing those, like, alley-oops. Now, like, uh, people are starting looking like, oh. I'm not buying Zion. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, yo, Zion's not really it. dunking like that. You but know you what I'm saying? you can't do better than Cassius Stanley. <laughs> yeah. I know, I dunk contest. But we got to give him a break with this because. <laughs> Michael Jordan did it. Now we have Cassius Stanley. This year we give him a break. Where's Dominique? Dominique. Yeah. Like, you know. I, I agree they need Vince, to put stars in it. Remember Vince McGrady, Steve Francis was all in the same dunk contest? Remember that guy, Blake Griffin, jumping Blake over cars? Blake Griffin car? jumping over cars? I don't know. I don't want to say it's ruined because it, it ebbs and flows. No, what ruins the dunk contest is YouTube and all these other dunk contests where, like, like the they're old doing. Ones. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the oh, old ones. Oh, you were talking about the non pros. The non pros that are doing. Seven thirties and, yeah. like. Like, all they're doing is dunking. Exactly. Well, you know, Why not incorporate that? I agree. You know. When you watch the All-Star game, it's the All-Stars. You want to see the names. Yeah. So they got to figure it out to get the big name guys in there. They have to figure it out. Yeah. Pay them. P- pay their charities. Dude, figure something it's out. It's weird because they all do the three-point shootout. Right? Or at least a lot of them do the three-point shootout. Right. It's the, again, it's the, it's the brand. Like, it's a three-point shootout. You're he shooting. was just cold tonight. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. he, just, he just walked up yeah. and shot. No one's going to be like, oh... You I know, like Chris anymore. Middleton can't shoot yeah. tonight. It's just like, all right, whatever. He, he sat there for three hours and then he shot. You know what I'm saying? Then, but when you're on your stay by yourself and you're trying to do these crazy dunks, yeah, and then you get like a four, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And then Doesn't look Kenny Smith's making fun well, of you. That, yeah. That's also the other thing. Get Kenny Smith out of there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get, wow. Yeah. Get Kenny out of there. Yeah, because like yeah. the whole time if they're you so negative. Him, they're they're so negative and they're so I don't know. So so when they attempt to dunk you one, then they'd be like, oh, that was a good try. No, no, no. The whole time. <laughs> Like, he didn't really provide any analysis. Great He's dunk. just making sound effects the whole time. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. not impressive. Yeah. Uh, also, you don't need 10 judges and when you have, like, three contestants. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that's, yeah I, I thought that, too. Like, yeah, why are there five three, judges up three here? Three judges. One yeah. should be Vince Carter. Well, maybe they should change the numbers instead of one to ten, like, one to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's I not a bad idea, too. Yeah. You can fix this, though, I think. Quick question. Will a big man ever lose the skills competition? <laughs> Yeah, that, can we get a guard that tries? <laughs> it's been what four Please. years? Yeah. Three yeah. years? I don't think Luca. Right. I don't think Luca did anything on All Star Weekend faster than like three miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he was like walking from three point line to three point maybe, line maybe during the game. Yeah. And you know how many minutes he played All Star game? It was like thirty six minutes. Stop. It was crazy. Yeah. I kept. I was like, is he playing? Because I bet the MVP. I bet Luca would MVP. I was like, this is. Luca, I'll tell you what. Luca can do whatever he wants. Yeah. 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 He is the man. He's a legend. He's a man already. Okay, I have, I have a good one for the next one. Uh, number eight. How important is the one seed in each conference? Let's start with Josh. Go ahead. Not important at all because when 
you lose the home court advantage with all the COVID and the lack of fans and all that. You know, I don't, I don't think it's very important. But take the COVID situation into consideration, meaning like Texas may have a full stadium, but maybe when you go play someone in California, the Lakers may have zero. But that's not... So you may go to like... Oh, I think the NBA is going to regulate that, though. I don't, I don't think that's yeah, going to happen in the NBA. Well, for the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be everyone's going to be have the same, the same fans. That's my, that was okay. my guess. All right, because that was one of my biggest... Like things is like that. well, yeah, that's huge. What if te- like yeah, yeah what like if, if you play in San Mavs, Antonio? Like, like if you go to play the Mavs, they're exactly. full, <laughs> and then you gotta go back to Game Three in L.A. and there's like zero people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, it's just they, like they're uh, gonna put the kibosh on that. Yeah, this is that. not fair. Yeah. Um, no, I I don't really. The cream rises to the top. I okay. don't I don't believe that the the, the seating will really matter. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make the argument that in the East it's really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if like I mentioned before, you break down the East, I think there's a top tier of three teams. So it's, it's pretty simple, okay? If you're the one seed, you only have to play one of those teams to get to the finals. If you don't get the one seed and you're a two or a three, you're on the other side of the bracket. Now you have to beat both of the other two teams to get to the finals. So, for example, if the Nets get the one seed, they only have to beat Philly or Milwaukee to get to the finals. If they get the two seed, they have to beat Philly and Milwaukee to get to the finals. So when you consider the drop-off after the three seed, I think the team that gets the one seed in the East is going to be at a huge advantage versus the other team just because they're avoiding. They're avoiding the other teams. Uh, I'm, I'm playing like a little, I'm playing a little tiny violin for the, for the people listening who can't see me. The guy who has Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin now. Joe Harris. Poor Nets. They have to. They have to play the Bucks and Philadelphia. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. Feel, you know, feel so. My thoughts and prayers are with you. You think we should get rid of the seven game series in the first round? Yeah, yeah let right. it go back to five. I missed the five. I missed the five. Because at least you had a chance. A lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, for yes. Uh, yes. When one gets a game, it's like, oh, yeah. oh hold on a second. And if, if one is that much better than eight, like, do I need to watch some? Yeah. This four team times. Four times. Yeah. 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 It actually increases chances for injury if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, especially if they're beating them by 30, oh, first game, second game, then third game, all of a sudden, you know, someone turns an ankle. It's like, oh, yeah. no, nah, I, I don't have him for the second round. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? I don't think specifically the number one seed is that important, but I think if you, you need to be one of those top two, three seeds, like let's just say the playoffs started right now. In the East, you're going to play Atlanta or Charlotte, the one or two. In the West, you're going to play Dallas or San Antonio. It seems like pretty much a cakewalk. Um, if you land in the three seed, you're going to end up playing the Knicks or Portland, which could be tough. So I think if you land the one or the two, you're going to be in good shape. But when you start trickling down from there, because it's so top heavy and, and, um, the bottom end of the, the bracket is going to be kind of weak. So I think it's more one or two to lock it up. Irene definitely agrees with me. Um, (laughs) but yeah, the one seed, not as, not as important as one or two. All right. Craig, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree with Mike. I don't think the one seed is as important. Gotcha. Okay. I think the one seed, like Josh said, you know, whatever team is going to be the best is going to rise and 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 then end up winning the finals. Okay. Let's go to question number nine. How different are the Clippers this year versus last year? 
Oh, they're, um, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with Craig. Uh, I think they got worse, to be honest okay. with you. Uh, I'm going to start off with Luke Kennard. $64 million. $64 million. Seven and a half points a game for $64 million. That's not great. Lou Williams looks like a shell of himself. Yeah, what happened to Lou? Ain't hurt. I, I think I, read, I believe I read something saying that if he got traded, he's just going to retire. Yeah, I saw that. So, I, they're not as good in defense as we thought they were going to be. We don't know what we're going to get off in playoff P. And uh, I do like the addition of... Um, uh, Abaka, yeah, but I just I don't know if I can't get over what happened last year. Yeah, yeah, in <laughs> or, the bubble. And I'm not a believer. Okay. Or just they they don't look good in fourth quarters. They're just not. They got worse to me from last year. To be honest with you, so I I think they're about the same, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Um, they were up three one on Denver. They probably should have won that series. I don't know if they wanted to be there in the bubble. Um, they brought back the same team. Kawhi Leonard's playing well. Paul George is playing well. Um, I think they're going to the conference finals. Like if I had to, if I had to make a prediction now, I think they're going to the conference finals, and I think they could go toe to toe to the Lakers. So I, even oh. though they're not that different than last year, I think they got a legit chance to win the title. I put them in the top four as far as teams that can win the title. So I'm, they're not that different than last year. I think Ibaka's an upgrade, like you, like Craig said. They lost Harold. Harold as well, though. They lost Harold, but I think I think Abak is better. They, I mean, they can use Harold's energy off the bench. Yeah, but I'm saying like um, they they put Abak for a start. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Their their bench was amazing. Their bench is a little bit thinner for sure. Definitely thinner. Like that that, uh, that was what scared me the yeah. most was seeing the Lakers because like they could just plug and play. Yeah, but their bench got worse. But they're make, they're making a lot of threes. Um, they're making yeah. a lot of threes, and I I don't know. I I just think uh, something tells me you know sometimes. Teams go through lumps, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes a championship team in the year before, it's like, oh, man, they're disappointed. Then then they come back the next year, and then they get over that hump. So I think last year was just a hump that they had to go over, and I think this year they're going to be pretty formidable. That would be my prediction. Josh, what do you think? They, they still don't have chemistry. Mm. It, when I watch them, they still don't play with that. I think that that's the main thing. You're right. That togetherness that you would, you know, for, for this team to always wilt in the big game, it's still, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're going to be the last, one of the last four teams remaining. I really don't. And sometimes I watch games when they're on TV, and Kawhi Leonard looks a step slower. Or he okay. looks like he's like starting, his game is starting a little bit to fade. Not much, but um, yeah, I, I don't like this team. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> kind of a boring watch sometimes. Like when I watch them, I'm like, all right, they you know, they give it to Kawhi on the elbow and he just does a little thing. They had a bit like, of a right. spark when Pat Beverly came back. Yeah, and yeah they did. Yeah. Like, you really need this guy. He's a little mad. Like, this this is what the spark that you guys need? I don't know. I think they need a Kyle Lowry trade. Ooh. I don't know what they have in their pocket, though, to trade right now. They don't want Luke Kennard? <laughs> For real. I, I, like, I, they need a point guard. They do need a point guard. Like, like somebody Pat Beverly's not a point guard. Yeah. Like, he, he's just a. Like a playmaking a point guard. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, right. Like, oh, I could give you the ball here, Kawhi. Like, yeah. on this box. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, they need something that's not, it doesn't look right when you watch them. That, yeah. I mean, it looks good in the regular season, but when it gets to the playoffs, you can tell it's going to fall apart. So I think just playing off Josh, the whole chemistry thing, still the regular season. They're still, what, a three seed right now. They got two months to quote unquote make it click. Um,. They have that top tier talent that's gonna put them in the the championship contention, and 
I think, like you guys said, I think Ibaka is really going to be that if they could get over the hump kind of guy. I feel like and he's I a good playoff guy. Like he, he, he always makes a big too. three in a playoff series. I'm like, oh, man, fuck. He, he put right. up 16 and 14 the other night. Maybe he has a big second half. Maybe that's the kind of like eye-opener for, for George and Kawhi. And maybe he's the glue that really like, whoa, L.A. is... Um, do they you, got a shot. Do you trust Paul George? Even if everything clicks, do you mm. trust Paul George? Playoff feet. Do you have to? Do you have to? I mean, you got Kawhi. Like he's gonna he's gonna be your guy down the stretch, I think. And then if if, if Paul if he can do something and not just suck like he has in the past, <laughs> then they'll be fine. Yeah. But um and maybe a Bach is that like that kind of like veteran presence presence that um that Harold wasn't, but he's got to perform. That's I'm still betting on Kawhi. Like Kawhi's gonna yeah, get it done. Kawhi's gonna get it done, and they're gonna be there. You know what I mean? So they just have to, they have to kind of get it done. That brings us to our final question of the podcast: Which fake trade that makes sense for both teams do you want to see happen before the deadline? So we're going to start with Mike, who said he's got a pretty interesting fake trade to talk about. So, Mike, fire away. Make it how happen. About, how about Chris Stapps, Porzingis, to Miami? Love it. Can they, can they get it done for, like, a non-dragage couple picks, maybe a couple swaps? I don't really know if the salaries match up or anything like that. But um, Bam and Porzingis, maybe a little pick-and-roll action. With Jimmy? Jimmy, I love it. Also, the floor gets spread a little bit. Jimmy, you get a little pressure on. Just gonna him. throw this Ball out fight. there: Dragic, Doncic, Olympics play together. Is it a done deal? Wow. Is it a done deal? Do you have to include Hero in that? I give it to him. Take Hero. How do you feel about Hero? Hero's not exciting. Take him. Yeah, take him. Yeah. Um, if Chris Stapps could stay healthy, that would be fun, right? Yeah. Him and his brother have some fun it. down in Miami. Oh, yeah. Zappy, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, brothers, his brother's approving that trade. Okay, right? what about Dallas now? How does it make sense for Dallas, though? Uh, good point. Uh, if they get picks, I guess. Well, if yeah. Well, Dragic, maybe? Dragic, if they get Harold back, maybe you could you could sell that, right? They yeah. might want the picks back because they gave them all to the Knicks. Yeah, they might just want the picks back. So, maybe they get a couple picks back. But it seems fun, right? Nice little fake trade for you. I, I mean, like, I, it's I like the Dragic as a pace placeholder for them. And then Harrow as a young player. And then maybe a couple picks. I think that makes a lot of sense. He's kind of making salaries work. Yes, the salaries is the only question there. Yeah, Hero went from, we're not trading Hero for James Harden. We can't. Hero's the future. <laughs> oh. to, really? Is he that good? Or there's a lot of hype around him. You saw that proposed trade? Was that a real proposed trade with the Rockets? It was like uh, Hero and Robinson for um, Tucker. Ooh. That can't be real. Nah. <laughs> uh, I saw that floating around. I was like, this can't be real. Who actually wants Tucker? I think the Nets. Yeah, they keep getting late. I'm not surprised. How many Russell's rides you guys have? 27. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Tucker, actually. I, no, I like him a lot. I, he makes more sense than Blake. Yeah, for sure. He is. No, I like I like I like Mike's fake trade. Porzingis stretching the floor for uh, Bam. That, yeah, I like that a lot. Send them the paperwork. Right. Josh, Ooh. do you have one? I have some variations of a few. So I, I thought Kristaps Porzingis. Where could I give him to? The problem with him is he just never. He, you can't get him on the court. He never yeah. plays. Yeah. So how about Kristaps uh, Porzingis to Atlanta for John Collins? 
Oh, I feel like that could happen too. Because then the Mavericks get a guy who they know he can he can play. The point guard is a little bit less selfish. Yes. <laughs> so may, maybe that'll work. Uh, your GM one. hat on is your GM hat is amazing to me. Yeah, I thought maybe that. Might I love work. that. Yeah, and they want to trade Collins. Porzingis yeah. has to yeah. just prove that he can pl- like play in games. Um, I thought maybe. You know, the Beal to the Knicks thing is always interesting, but, you know, the way R.J. Barrett is playing, I think you only trade R.J. if you're getting Bradley Beal. 30, 30 today. Let's yeah, 30 today. 32 points yeah. today. Uh, so I was thinking R.J., Knox, two firsts. If you have to throw in Mitch, maybe. But, you know, you get Bradley Beal. That'd be awesome. Uh, Miles Turner to Boston for whatever the Pacers really want. They could scrape, you know, the young... The young that's that's funny because I think when Gordon Hayward signed with Charlotte, uh, Indiana was going to give him the same money, but it would have been a sign and trade. So basically, Boston had a choice between a trade exemption or they could have gotten Turner and McDermott, and they picked the trade exemption. Another knock on Danny Ainge. Uh, potentially, but yeah, I do like. They this need a big man, thing, right? And I know it might not be their preference. He might not be their style, but he's a he's a serviceable big man in this league. Why not? And I don't know if you have to give up too much to get him. And then um, I was kept trying to find a home for Zach Levine. I, I still don't understand why Chicago wants to give up on him. Maybe it's a coaching thing. Do the Knicks grab him somehow? That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I I I like him. I think he's one of those players. He's a dog. He's a workout warrior. He's a gym rat. You know, he comes to play. Um, I don't. He's not your number one. No, I, I don't. I don't like him. Number he's one. been so good this year, um, and so efficient. Like, remember that was always the big thing with him was efficiency. And I would definitely like to see him on another team for sure. So, I just don't know what the team is. Maybe, maybe Denver would be a fun okay. little team for him. Okay. Also, so. <clears throat> Craig, did you have one? Yeah. Did I steal it? <laughs> sorry. I didn't steal it, did I? No, sorry. I just looked at my fan door. Just to oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you shrug. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Did I step on your toes? No. Uh, I, I LeBron? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just found out Bradley Beal was out tonight. Oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Need scratch? <laughs> <laughs> John from downtown. No, I have uh, Lowry to the Sixers, maybe for Maxi and Thibel. Love it. I think uh, Lowry would actually. I mean, I know Ben Simmons handles the ball a lot, but like I, I think they would, they could use that pedigree with with Lowry, uh, proven champion. I think he'd be a good fit with the Sixers. It would help them a lot, and especially with. Um, Joel being out for a couple of weeks. I think yeah, they could use another star. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I would hate the Sixers even more. That than would I suck, hate them. right? Right. That would suck. Right. I really hope especially that, like that I'm doesn't looking, happen. I'm looking at like the matchup. Like when I look at that, I'm looking at the matchup with the Nets. Like that would be great with Lowry guarding Kyrie and like just I'm not saying he can stop Kyrie, but I'm. It's a good make him work on defense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still Tobias yeah. Harris? But yeah, Philly's right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, they would have Tobias Harris. They still have Ben. Joel comes back. Wide off the bench, green. Um, sorry, green and Curry as shooters. But it's got that Philly connection, Villanova, right? Exactly. Villanova grad. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking about too. Apparently, so, he sold his house in Toronto. He's he's thinking he's going to be traded. Yeah, so. I hear that a lot. 
would guys sell their house? Oh, I sold his house, yeah. Yeah, what if they look for another place? <laughs> yeah. Where's he living now? He's living in his car? I doubt it. <laughs> He's got so much money they can have a, a house in every city. Yeah, <laughs> like, all right, fine. He's probably staying in his, like, apartment like, right down the road. Like, Five-story apartment. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Oh, he sold his house. So I, I've had this fake train in my pocket for a couple weeks now, and I've heard it on a couple of podcasts, which makes me upset. <laughs> but uh, I put it in the trade machine, and it works. Ooh. So Carl Anthony Towns to the Suns. Wow. For DeAndre Ayton, Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and a first-round pick. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. But I, if I was the Suns, I wouldn't throw in Mikhail Bridges. So the only reason I did that was, was because that's, the, that's kind of the only way to make the salary work. Okay. Um, and I think they would just do it just to do it, just because now you have Towns. I think Towns would have changed the scenery with Chris Paul as a point guard and Devin Booker on that team. Devin Booker's good friends with him. I think um, he could take that team to another level. Yeah. Um, and for Minnesota... It's never going to happen with Towns there. It's just never going to happen. So you re- reset the clock, kind of like we talk about quarterbacks, where you know you can get the guy in the big money like Towns, or you can get the guy in the rookie contract. Aiton's on a rookie deal, so you bring him in. Uh, lower ceiling, but he's, he's still a young guy. He maybe fits better with the Anthony Edwards timeline because it's not happening with the D'Angelo Russell Towns thing. So maybe the Anthony Edwards, De- DeAndre Aiton timeline might go. Um, and they get Bridges, too, another guy in a rookie deal. Cam Johnson, another guy in a rookie deal. And then Jay Crowder is going to call up the books for them. So for the Suns, maybe that's a title push. And for the T-Wolves, they're basically pressing reset and rebuilding. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Both sides, yeah. yeah. Both yeah. sides. Send it in. Send in the paperwork. Send it in. Send the paperwork. I'll sign it right now. Any other fake trades? Or? Yeah. Uh, Bill to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> straight, right. up, straight up for Cobalt. Is, is Bill... <laughs> In all seriousness, is Beal going anywhere or is... I don't think they want to trade him. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I, I'd actually I think they just, just want to stay with him. him. He's he's young. He's really good. Just let him go, bro. Extend him. What? Extend him to more misery. What, what is he going to get back? Him? What are they going to get back? Yeah, but they have. Just let the so guy go win, though. You, I you believe they to. have until the end of next year. If they say Bradley Beal, you're suffering a lot. We we don't have a team for you. Here's two hundred and twenty million. For your sorrows, he's not signing the piece of paper. No, I'm not saying he's not signing it, but it's just like, all right, you're just gonna score 30, if, if I'm 30 a night for the rest of your life and just I, go home with a sad face. That's gonna be Bradley Beal. If I have the number one draft pick next year, who am I getting? That's gonna be, yeah. So if I'm gonna trade him, it's gonna be like one of those, like the way these star trades have gone, I'm gonna get like 47 first rounders. Like, I'm gonna get, <laughs> I think your, that's I'm gonna get draft pick for the next yeah. decade, yeah. And, we'll and even right, if you all right, so that that. What the scenario that you're describing is the Pelicans Lakers for Anthony Davis, right? Did the Pelicans get enough? Like, you know what? Yeah, I mean, the Lakers got a title out of it, so. Yeah, like. I, you really can't put a number on that kind of value, right? So. At the um, end of the day, they got Lonzo Ball. And they yeah, and the Harden. same same with the Nets, with the Harden trade, right? They gave up, what, like eight years worth of first, basically, with, if you count the swaps. But, but it's so hard. How much of those, you know? How many first rounders in the lottery did the Knicks bust out on? Not yeah. Frank, you know, like, I mean, they got back Dennis Smith Jr. is another top ten first round pick. Yeah, the question, no, like, you, you pay him $220 million. Who's going to go to Washington? Never. Nobody's going to go to Washington, so you might as well. Bill will always be known 30 years down the road, like, yo, that guy was a dog. But, like, yeah, he was just on a shitty team. Like, you could just be the Washington that they are right now for the next five years. They, they if they give him $220 million, just change your name to the Washington Generals. 
You're the generals at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. over. I think they there. That's another team that's missed on a bunch of lottery picks. Like they they've had, yeah. they, I think they could have had Booker one year. I could be wrong, but there's a bunch of guys they probably could have had that they missed keep on. Picking the wrong person. Yes, exactly. At that point, that player giving that much to the the city, let him go. You know what I mean? Even if you do pay him, but like just let him go and try to win something at least. Like you, you got to think, what if he could win a couple championships? But if, if you're you go gonna somewhere? get sixty cents on the dollar on your player, I'm not doing it. I would go the other way with it. I would make him the highest paid player in the NBA. But you're never going to the playoffs. Yeah, where are you going to go? That's, you're never yeah. going to. You're not getting a return. You're stuck, that, you're that's stuck why in the you hire. What about you trade the other stuff? Well, okay, so you got uh, Denji Avila, uh, Rui Hachimura. Those are some maybe. Maybe there's a team out there. Uh, I, I know it's a problem. They don't really. Have, I just yeah. think every top top tier yeah. team. It's tough. Every top tier team in the NBA is just a combination of stars just getting together and right. signing wherever the hell they want. So, yeah, I guess. If you put it like that, you have to kind of sign him and just pray that he could lure somebody over there. But is it ever going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, this get might, completely lucky. The, this the reason be, he can't alert anybody there is because there's no core. There's nothing. He's like, the core. The Knicks. Yeah, he's the core. At that point, yeah, everybody's looking at us like, oh, you guys got to have a nice core. It's like, all right, a star may want to come at this point now. But looking at the... the they're so far. They're so they're bad. So far. It's yeah. so far from it. Even if you sign them, the court probably get worse because you can't afford anybody else. Yeah. This might be their stretch where they're just bad for the next eight years. They need yep. Russell Westbrook off the books. They need him yeah. out. Yeah. You know. Yep. So now you're saying Bradley Beals is going to score thirty a game for the next eight years. That's it. That's the end of his career. So what they need to do if you're going to go the other way is you need to get rid of him, but. You need to get some young talent and picks back. Yeah, and I'd like to see one of these teams make a trade, and it's not just draft picks. Like, hey, can, can you get a young, yeah. Yeah. you know, a 24-year-old that can play a little bit? Like, you know who did good with that? The, 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 uh, the Thunder, when they traded and they got SGA. Mm. Like, SGA was, like, part, like, on top of getting every draft picks, they also, hey, we have a tangible player that we've seen that looks pretty good. Like, we got him, too. Versus... We're just getting fucking beanstalk beans, basically. <laughs> I mean, like this really, guy coming into the team could score 20 yes. again. Yeah, like if all these fucking draft picks bomb out, at least we have this guy who looks like he might be pretty good. Right. Like, because you never know, like what could happen. Like Kawhi could sign there for the next five years and they already signed PG and then all those draft picks are in the late 20s and it's like, what was that trade really for you? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, people always refer to the Nets-Celtics trade where the Nets gave up all their draft picks. But that's the exception. You know what I mean? That's where everything goes wrong. Like, okay, they trade these guys. Both these guys are basically on their way out. They basically retire. And it's bottom out, like, to the point where they're getting the first pick in the draft year after year. Like, that's the one exception to the rule. That usually doesn't happen. Usually it's going to be in the middle of the draft somewhere. And usually, again, you're playing a lot of. So, that's why I'd like to see uh, one of these guys get some young talent. So, uh, that, that was all the questions I had for the... Uh, uh, for our 10 burning questions for the second half, um, we are planning to do our next podcast from Vegas, where we'll be uh, next Vegas, week. baby! Yes. So, um, any uh, predictions there? Predictions as in what's going to uh, happen in Vegas? March or? Madness, oh. the trip. Are you, anybody have a Vegas story they want to talk about previously? Or? I've Ooh. never been, so... Okay. Oh, first time we got a first time rookie. We got a version going to Vegas. Rookie right. of the year, maybe candidate. Okay. I I mentioned this before, but the food in Las Vegas is underrated. Yes, so good. So good. 
I'm interested to see the COVID restrictions out there. I'm not going to lie. Used to getting really riled up at a blackjack table, slapping hands, screaming at dealers, <laughs> singing you know. to them. But, well, uh, I know Mike's going to berate somebody for a cheeseburger because every blackjack table I've been to, Mike has berated a pit boss until we've gotten a cheeseburger. So I'm sure guaranteed. at some point over the weekend, we are going to get a cheeseburger. For free. Gonna happen. For, for free. free. Can't yes. Uh, have, has anyone been to In N Out? I have not. Yes. Overrated. Yeah. There, I said it. Overrated. Overrated. Whoa, whoa, I, I whoa. Was with, I was with Mike. Okay. Don't put me, don't do that Overrated. to me. Overrated. It's another run of the mill, you know, one of these fast casual burger joints. Like, I mean, it's good, but it's not nothing to write home about. So, crack your opinion. top five for fast casual cheeseburgers. Um, we can go I, another hour. I had a re- <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I have to really sit down and, and write it down, but. Is I'm it better sure than Shake Shack? I'll take Shake Shack. Shake Shack over in and out Yeah, maybe it's an East too. Coast, West Coast battle, but... Um, I would, I would really? Also, I Shake Shack over in and out I, I don't know what the hype is. It's good. It's good, but, I mean, how many... Maybe we need to try it again. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We'll, we'll give it a run this weekend. Maybe something happens. We'll see what happens. I love Shake Shack, personally. Um, anybody, uh, has anyone watched one college game this year? I'm sorry. I know we're going to be betting a ton the, on the NCAA the, tournament while we're out there. The first month when I thought the Knicks were going to get the number one draft pick, I watched every college game because I was scouting. Okay. I was scouting. Cade Cunningham is for real. Yeah, he's legit. Um, but then I stopped once the Knicks started winning. So I remember a couple of years ago we were out there for March Madness, and um, I think it was more kind of the situation that you're in based on who you're going to bet. For that day. Take for example Josh. By himself in the pool. Gravitates to a couple Arizona fans. You're talking about the epiphany of 2019? Before you know it. Our entire group has a ton of money on Arizona. Cheering for Arizona. Josh came out of the pool like Moses and said Lori Markkinen. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's we just, hit. Who we're and we hit. And we buried it. We hit. Yeah. And, and you know all of a sudden we were betting a lot of Caleb Swanigan. He was it's a feeling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. It is. And if you catch that one team that gets a couple wins in a row, it's a great Vegas trip. If you miss, I'm with you. We, we, mm-hmm. Last time we were out there, we won a lot. We gave it all back at the table. Um, I'm picking Illinois. I don't know. I like them for some reason. To do some something. I'm picking Illinois to do something. Okay. That's my prediction. Illinois Love is going it. to do something. I'm picking Tar Heels. Carolina, baby. Are they in it? <laughs> Are they in it? I uh, hope it? they're in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Gonzaga's gonna pay for the seafood tower that I that I ordered. Love it. Okay. Ooh, Love it. Okay. I think that's the goal, right? Like, just get your trip paid for. I like it's that. a reasonable. I like goal. That goal. Not the trip, but certain things. Yeah. Paid for, right? Hey, listen. Like, you know, the room got paid for. Yeah. Or this got paid for. Johnny, first time in Vegas. You excited? I'm pretty excited. Well, uh... <laughs> 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 So we'll see you guys next week. We'll be doing this pod from possibly the pool in Vegas, talking, you know, so probably more some NBA and maybe a little bit of college and that kind of stuff. Uh, anything else you want to hear on the pod, uh, let us know. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Quick little tidbit. Who you got tomorrow in the players? Who, who closes it out? Oh, in the players? I think JT closes it out. All right. Who you got? I'm going to go Lee Westwood. My wow. man needs to do it. Lee. I'm going for Lee, too. Let's go, Lee. I don't watch golf, but I'll go with Lee also. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you guys in Vegas.